What's up, everybody? And welcome to the podcast. You're joined by... It's your boy, Bo. It's your boy, Joe. And Brady's not here. Brady's not here. Um, That is why you are being brought in by the slow jams and the seductive tones of none other than It's Your Boy Bo this morning. Um, Joey, you ready to run this podcast, just the two of us? I guess we don't really have a choice, man. Brady's not here. That was a very sexy intro, though. (laughs) That's the theme we're going for here. It has nothing to do with the theme, actually, but uh, it's just the underlying tone. I don't have to, like, yank my headphones out like I do sometimes when Brady does the intro. Yeah, it's well, I mean, it gets me it gets me ready to go. Um, I I will say that, but I think we just kind of roll into this one like a like an 80s slow jam radio podcast. I like it. I am. I'm I'm fully in. Well, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing wonderful. I made some hazelnut coffee this morning, switched things up a little bit. Usually I just do, you know, straight black toxic sludge from a diner, but this is... How's it uh, smell, Joey? Tell, tell me how it smells. It smells a little nutty. Kind of like this podcast, dude. <laughs> oh, I wasn't ready for that for some reason. I got the giggles this morning. How's it, how's it taste, Joe? It tastes pretty damn delicious, if I do. Good. Good that. answer. Good answer. Are you drinking coffee this morning? Because I, I, I remember you being out of it recently. Oh, dude. I, I was. To the store. Dark times. Dark times. Um, but my wife, she came through like she does. Um, and she got me like a, like a 56 count value pack of that 8 o'clock generic Keurig coffee and we are happy we are happy boys good stuff um, yeah no well eh, average stuff it's average caffeinated stuff. there's caffeine in those pods and that's all we're worried about are you are you putting anything in that coffee to make it taste a little bit better i'm not i'm taking it for what it is and appreciating every drip drop you know um, i respect that and i usually i'm grabbing that like First thing of the morning, I've been very risky. I have been putting my coffee in a in a non to go cup, like there's no lid, and I'm just mugging it down the freeway. Uh, one hand on the wheel, one hand on this little uh, little grippy handle, and uh, if it spills, it spills, and it has not yet. Um, oh, I'd be lying is... if I said I have not done that multiple times. <laughs> I've taken feel it dangerous. Into... I have taken it into Kroger with me. Oh, <laughs> interesting. I don't know why that feels weird to me. I guess that's okay, but it's it's the act of like walking with it that oh, I'd be yeah. like it, it would spill undoubtedly. It definitely gets some funny looks from people when you walk into the grocery store with not only your own coffee but a normal mug that's not a to-go mug. Well, let's uh, what kind of a normal mug are we talking here, Joe? You seem somebody who's got. Mugs of caricatures. Um, actually, I so currently I am drinking out of a Batman mug because I I like to use the Batman mug for the comic podcast. Obviously, right makes sense. But outside of that, I don't really have much in terms of fun mugs. Mm, 
You know that Marvel one I sent you the other day? I did not buy that, and I've regretted it every day since then. You need I to buy just three drink of out of. I I actually have I have a mug collection. Well, we'll get into the side part here in a second. Mug collection of my wife used to take these wonderful trips, and the first time she came back, she brought me a mug, and it was a, it was an okay gift. It was okay, um, but then I became quite the avid coffee drinker. And uh, as I continued to drink these coffees and get these mugs, uh, my interest in getting them grew. And uh, I got quite an awesome little collection. Um, I'm currently drinking out of a New Orleans Mojo mug. Um, And I've got some cool other states and cities over there, too. Or at least I did. Um, I did some reorganizing in the basement just just two weeks ago. And uh, the collection took a tumble. Oh, no. Two of them made it. So I'm drinking out of the sturdiest of the collection, uh, but we lost some memories in the process. At least you know you now have the strongest of the collection. You know what that means, Bo? That means you get to start the collection over. Oh my goodness. Was that another voice that I heard? Is that, mm. is that, is, is that, it's your boy Brady? It is, it is your boy Brady. Uh, Brady, if you if you can't tell by the the tones of our voice and the um, somewhat natural conversation we're having, we're we're deep into this podcast, buddy. Um, we we went ahead and got started. We stuck true to our rule, uh, but we welcome you. Welcome, 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 welcome. I will say, uh, you don't want to know why. Um, I'll I'll leave that for off the podcast of what uh what what, what caused me to be late this morning. We, we, we want to know. We want to know. The, the audience wants to know. Twenty dollars says it's pooping. I was pooping. <laughs> All right. Uh, Listeners, you can send that $20 to Comics Over Coffee Podcast. <laughs> you just bet the entire, the entire listening audience. And they lost. Um, Brady, how are you doing this morning, buddy? Feeling I'm better? Wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I feel great, great now. Um, how, how, how's it, how, has, how, I missed you guys. So how, how, how is it for you guys? The, the listeners can, can hear it twice. No. No, they got what they needed out of this. Let's no, go and get right to the <laughs> No need for backtracking here. How um, about a, a quick question? Um, mm-hmm. Bo, you haven't asked this in a little while, but mm-hmm. I'm going to start with you. What's the nerdiest thing you did this week? Oh, you took mm-hmm. my thing. That's my thing. Um, it was your thing, but you have not done it in quite some time. Well, I forgot about my thing. That doesn't mean it's not my thing. Maybe I just, just I didn't want it to get tired out. Just like um, a, a fat guy with a big gut. Sometimes he forgets about his thing. Nerdiest thing that I've done this week. I think I haven't been asking it because I've had some some not so nerdy weeks. Um I mean I've I've done the huge. I've I've dabbled on some Marvel Unlimited. I've read some some comics. Um I have not grown my uh nerdy nerdy action figure collection in a, in a minute sad about that but i do like the ones that i have they're fun to look at um as far as watching we've been kind of slow on content um so not a lot of nerdy out there i did consider going back and watching i'm pretty sure a lot of other people would be doing this too um all of the x-men movies that are now on disney plus um and so i guess the nerdiest thing i did was in line with that where i I spent 
probably an unnecessary amount of time researching is the better watch order for going back and watching a series of movies, Marvel, X-Men, Star Wars, whatever. Do you guys prefer release order timelines or chronological timelines when re-watching movies? When re-watching, I think that is a very, very uh, important part of this question. Because re-watching, I would say I am much more likely to watch in chronological order of the events happening. Okay. So, so if I were to go back and rewatch Star Wars, I would start with episode one and, and kind of work my way through. But so would you do the same thing with like the the nutso future days of past um, X-Men timeline? So that one does get kind of tricky because where would you say that that falls in the chronological timeline? Because it's in two locations, basically. Uh, right. So I, I would, think it I, does start you off with like first class and then goes through that process and then you eventually make your way um, up to that. My thing with both X-Men and Star Wars is I feel like if you go outside of, outside of release order, you're jumping around with quality because these things span over years and years and years and years. And I hate watching like, and again, all of these are old now, but I hate watching a newer movie. And then after that, jumping straight into a timeline of a much older movie. And yeah. You've got like your little puppet monsters running around or some CGI that looks like I could have done it with my iPhone. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I was gonna follow up with was if oh, cool, 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 I am cool, ever <laughs> having someone else start to watch something, I will always make them do it in release order mm-hmm. if it is their first watch. As somebody who recently had somebody um, attempt to start Marvel um, in my wife, uh, I, uh, I I went that route. Um, I also have a third way of watching, um, cause what I did is we tried release order. Obviously, if you're not like super into comic books or, you know, you, that's a little bit older and like you said, it's a little, 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 little more-ish. So, uh, I, uh, I also said that another way that I would have them watch is get them connected to a character. And then expand from there, because I think that is an another excellent way of watching Marvel if it's not a like rewatch. But the question was rewatch, and for me, I agree with Joey. That's chronological chronological order. That's that's a, that's a real tough word you're trying to pronounce there. It Ray. is. It is, and it is. <laughs> it is a tough word. Good good input, guys. I, I think I would agree with you. But yeah, obviously this was going to be for for me and watching with somebody else who has already seen them being my wife. So I just I dabbled. I just I wanted to kind of see what that Internet's opinion was. And I feel like they were pretty much along the same lines as well, too. A lot of other fellow nerds out there that would agree with the answers that we just said here. So um, my answer to this would tie perfectly into our bonus podcast for today. But uh, we're going to put a pause. And uh, I guess. Let you guys answer as well, too. Um, Brady, what was the nerdiest thing you did this week? So I, I have to out myself as a, as a big nerd. Um, there were two releases to video games that I have played since I was a child. And uh, me and my, my group of friends, uh, different groups of friends for different of those games, um, are, are jumping in and back into 
uh, new releases for RuneScape and World of Warcraft. And I have been nonstop playing all week, and it has been wonderful. Childhood, uh, childhood Brady would be so happy right now. RuneScape takes me back, man. That's <laughs> yeah. Is um, that still just online? Can I um, just access it via an internet browser? You cannot because Java is uh, hackable. So they got rid of the internet browser portion of it, but it is still really easy to to get and play. And it is the exact same game as from back then. The graphics are the exact same. Um, it is wonderful. Um, but they do these new things to keep people fresh because it is the exact same game. So they uh, they tend to tell people or ch- change things up. So the new update that they did today is like a million times XP, basically. And you get to run around and do a bunch of things and get rewards for it. And, and then it resets in a month. So it's one of those things that I'll do because uh, I can play it for a couple of days and go, yeah, that, that's a good time of RuneScape. And then I stop. Well... That is a great answer. That's beautiful. That does take me back. Um, but it, it reminds me that I, I did something a little nerdy as well, too, that I guess I just didn't consider it nerdy because I will die on on the on the fact that I believe that it is very cool still. Um, but perusing the store, I brought something home that that brings me back to me being nerdy is not a new thing. There's always been an underlying nerd there. Maybe I've tried to hide him, suppress him. Uh, it has been very strong within me. And uh, one of those things back in the day, well, a couple of those things released that inner nerd. Um, I mean, obviously, I think it started probably with Pokemon. Um, quickly evolved into Yu-Gi-Oh!, which was very cool. And right around that same timeline, uh, there was something where you could you could act out what they were doing in the anime show and physically do it much like Yu-Gi-Oh where you're actually playing the cards this one was just a million times cooler and I think other cool kids did it too so it wasn't as nerdy what am I talking about here what am, what am I beating around the bush trying to get at um are you, are you letting uh, it rip Bo brought some Beyblades home dude let's go <laughs> wow let it three rip. two one let it rip and me and little man have just been battling like we i got two different bay arenas um i got the new hypersphere two versus pack um i I brought home a uh what was it It, like sparks like the actual launcher sparks when you pull the rip cord and it was (laughs) so dumb (laughs) but uh the the spark one sucks but the two basic (laughs) little hypersphere ones like Literally last night before we got went, uh, I was time it was time to put him to bed, and we got home from uh, the in laws' house, and he went, "Can we can we do a couple Beyblade battles before bed?" I was like, "Yeah, we can do like three or four. So I'm like, oh, "Gosh, I guess we can." But like playing with him is just getting to a level where I'm like, "Yeah, I guess we can." I'm like, "Let's let's do ten. Let's do a tournament of ten. And <laughs> and it's just it's it's perfect. I love it. You look, that's where you look over at the wife and you go, "I guess I can do a couple," and then you go, "Okay, let's go quick, quick, quick." Before your mom, I, and then I can't remember this. So Beyblade now is called Beyblade Burst, and okay. that is just like the generic Beyblade. And the show is actually called Bay Bay Beyblade Burst, and we were watching that as well too. Um, is that a thing with Beyblades? I know that you had to like assemble them, but like there was there's three different types of finishes. There's the ring out where you get one point if you knock them out of the arena. 
There's mm-hmm. the uh, obviously the stop finish where if your Beyblade is the last one spinning their stops, you win that too. But you get two points for a burst finish where if your Beyblade can literally split theirs into three pieces and explodes mm-hmm. with the top, the spinner, and the metal base. Did they do that before or is that new? I don't remember them doing that before, but that was always my goal. So, yeah, I think they kind of took like that happening in the past and turned it into like an actual feature of the new blades. Um, and I think it's a little more because you have like specifically you have to buy right spinning blades versus left spinning blades. And if you do that, and they, there's a higher chance of them bursting because they're kind of like ripping that part. Dude, it's fun. It's so fun. You guys got to come <laughs> over and do this. <laughs> I think the question on everyone's mind. Has little man been able to unseat his father as champion of Beyblade? I think the audience already knows that answer. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> that it's just like, that's not going to happen for years. Um, he'll continue to grow and grow in spirit, but I will keep him in his place. Say <laughs> philosophical parenting question: Do you let your child win games enough for them to enjoy it? But when it comes time for the record, um, they need to know who's boss. He's one of those uh, best three out of five, but he's winning four of them. See, I I <laughs> refuse to let anyone win. And when I play like my nephew in, in Mario Kart, I will I will definitely play down to the level of my opponent, but I will make sure I cross that finish line first. <laughs> <laughs> I like that strategy. But yeah, I'm, I'm just not trying to get to like... This isn't fun anymore. I'm not playing, Dad. <laughs> like you and your Beyblades are so mean. But like, <laughs> first of all, my son doesn't talk like that. He he enunciates quite well. Um, but that's how I picture him in in a whiny fit. But yeah, like, again, just a couple of them. Like, but the cool thing about Beyblades is, like, I'm up here like talking crap, but like, once you launch, like, you have no control of what's going on in there. <laughs> like, it is literally completely up to chance. There's there's some strategy to it. Um, but at the cool end of the day, he, he gets his victories and he loves them. Love that. I'm Are also we... very happy that I, I figured it out by, by your description. Yeah, that, I, I was, I'm glad you caught on to that. That was pretty cool. But Mr. Joseph, uh, let's, let's, let's wrap things up about us. Nobody cares about us. Um, so we should probably fly through the rest of this segment, but I do care about you. What's the nerdiest thing you did this week? It really sounds like you care about me with how quickly you'd like me to wrap up the question you haven't even Yeah, yeah but like, uh, like, if you could just hurry up. <laughs> so, you know, it was a relatively light week with me and, and nerdy things. I feel like I didn't do a, a whole lot of nerdy things. However, I I was hanging out with a uh, a lovely lady that's only seen, I think, Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy in terms of the MCU. So I have started a bit of an MCU rewatch myself. Uh, wow. Going back wow. and, and watching some of those movies with her. Uh, we have now watched the original Thor and the original Captain America. And boy, those movies are kind of boring when you go back and watch them. Uh, I got I to be honest. <laughs> that is not the not the opinion that I was ex- expecting to hear. Um Thor was a bad one to start with. Um, I, I wanted to get her familiar with the characters before going into the Avengers. I, and now that I've seen, you know had her watch the original intros for, for Thor and Captain America, I'm definitely not going to like go through every single movie. You could probably skip Dark World. 
Like yes, so I one hundred percent will be skipping Dark World. Did you? Uh, but uh, but then again, Winter Soldier was probably one of the better Captain Americas. Oh yes, Winter Soldier is probably one of my favorite MCU movies, to be honest. So you can't be skipping that. Um, has she seen all the Iron Man movies? I do believe so. Yes. Okay. And I mean, as far as what's now canon, um, has she seen the old school X Men, Tobey Maguire, Spider Man, Andrew Garfield? X Men, I would be shocked. I do know she has seen all the Spider Men. Okay. Well, there you go. That's Marvel for you. <laughs> I uh. I would recommend Yosef and then Bo and anybody listening who has a has a person who has not seen any and want to get into the MCU. Um, find something they might like and branch from it, man. Because uh, even if they've seen a couple and they're like, "Yeah, it's it's good," no, like get them con- get them deep connected. So, See, uh, but, but that's that gets tough. That's a good point. They like yeah, because you're unfortunately to gonna have to watch Dark World because her connection will be Chris Hemsworth. But, like, how do you branch from Guardians of the Galaxy when they've already seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, uh, you watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, they've seen it. Then you go into uh, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy 3. The, the Infinity series, and you and go the Guardians into of the Galaxy Holiday Special. See, but if we're going to go into the Infinity series, I, I want her to have at least seen Avengers. And, mm-hmm. you know. No, no, you go into the Infinity series, and then you see which character she likes from that or that they like from that, and then you go back. You 100% could have just done the Avengers movie, caught her up to speed, um, and then maybe watched some of Phase 2 solo movies. Literally, you could do Avengers, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, then go into Civil War. I'm sorry, Doctor Strange was after Civil War, right? Mm -hmm. I I was planning to do these two because she knows Iron Man, now she knows Thor, now she knows Captain America. And from here on out, I was basically just going to say you know, Asalaamu whatever, anything goes. Uh, pick something and we'll watch it. Because, you know, we get that intro Avengers movie, and then from there, it really doesn't matter what you watch. It does. I don't know. I feel like you need Ragnarok, Infinity War. Well, you're saying, like, as long as you watch it in order, it doesn't matter. Um, no, I'm saying it doesn't really matter... In, in what order you watch it from there, as long as you do Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame in a row. I th- I do think those three are so connected that you need to kind of watch them back to back to back. Okay. Um, I think that she'll probably really enjoy some of those Spider-Man movies, like No Way Home. But she's already seen the Spider-Man. Oh, okay. So I was just thinking the old school Spider-Man. She's seen all the new Spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then literally that's what I was doing when my daughter wanted to rewatch some stuff. We literally just watched like the Avenger name movies. We watched Avengers, we watched Infinity War, we watched um, Endgame. And you can, the rest is just filler. Sometimes it's good filler though. Honestly, watching, well yeah, but it's like, it's like us. We can, we can assign ourselves a comic crossover event. And we can see the side readings, but you get enough out of the main title crossover event that, like, you don't really need all the side readings. But you see something that pops out? Read that. If Brady wants to read the, the three Deadpool issues, perfect. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. if, if Joey sees a Spider-Man issue that, that sparks his interest, read it. But does mm-hmm. it change the course of what we get over the the main events? Not, not mm-hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes. It, it maybe it doesn't change the course, but it it makes it taste so much better. So I'm assuming you guys will not be binging any, and this is sad to say. Um, but I think we're kind of in agreement here that like if somebody's like eh into Marvel and you're rewatching Marvel, is there a single MCU Disney Plus show that has come out that you're like? You have to watch this, and you're going to enjoy it. And they have they don't have any movie context. Oh no no no! It's just you would include this in your timeline watch. Oh, for example, like one that might I don't I know one, like I have one show, but I, I would like to hear from Brady first. Yeah, Brady, 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 you. So yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I was thinking. I think my I'm a big MCU lover, as everybody in the podcast knows, because I mention it almost every week. Um, I think I would like, I would, I would try to figure out what they, what, what their personality is or what they would like, what their, what their likes are. And then I would make sure one of the things around that is, uh, there. So like, for instance, my wife loves, um, slapstick comedy. It's one of her favorite things in the world. She will laugh for 20 minutes straight at somebody running into a wall. So I wanted Deadpool so that she could you know get into it and go oh marvel marvel isn't just about superheroes it's also funny and people you know tell jokes and you know so i think it depends on the person but uh for me personally i uh if there's one that you said i had to get everybody to watch it's probably the original yeah. avengers even though it's not the best mcu it is the thing that sh- that sits, sets it all off and shows you like this is it, what they're building it, off of this is this is the thing Great answer, yeah. but not the correct uh, question <laughs> that Bo asked. What, what did Bo <laughs> ask? I thought he said one movie that every that you would have everybody watch. No, 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 not even close. Um, okay. I did ask when rewatching the MCU and kind yeah. of picking and choosing, not necessarily watching everything. If you are picking and choosing, is there an MCU Disney Plus series, episodes, TV shows, streaming, weekly content? Um, not a one-off movie that you feel like needs to be included in that watch. Okay, I don't know where my my stroke went then, but uh, so no, no, no I... that's just a, that's just an avid not listening quality that you have there. Right? <laughs> so, you were ready sorry. to talk, but you didn't know you didn't know or care about what. No, I I I was following, and I was like, okay, I got this, I got this. I my brain just didn't go the right place. Let's go. So a series, a Disney Plus series, um. Well, it's definitely not the Winter Soldier and Falcon. I can tell you that. Um, you know what? Let's go with uh, this. And this is a, this is a fun fact. This is how I got my my wife my wife into it without the slapstick comedy of Deadpool. Um, WandaVision, I think, is very important, and it also goes back to the readings we did and which one I like the most. Um, so I will say WandaVision and and the because you don't have to be a uh, a uh, Marvel fan to uh, like WandaVision, but it does kind of go into the uh, depth of who Wanda is as the character. How'd I do? For uh, 
for WandaVision to make sense, I feel like you at least have to have watched Age of Ultron, Infinity War, Endgame, and then you can watch that. Not necessarily, right? They do throw some some things in there, like uh, Pietro and... uh, Yeah, you need to know about Pietro dying. You need to know about Vision dying. And you need to know the current state of where Wanda is after Endgame. I think it's pretty obvious that Vision is is dead throughout the thing. You don't have to know about him dying. Is it pretty obvious because you watched Age of Ultron Infinity War in Endgame? I think it's pretty obvious because, like, towards the sixth episode or seventh episode, they told him he was dead. Probably. Well, yeah, but but then, like... <laughs> I, I think I would agree that you, you probably do need to watch those. However, I would also add in that if you're having someone watch the MCU and you're picking and choosing, I don't think there is any order that you're going to pick and choose that does not include Infinity War and Endgame, so that's fine. <laughs> we keep... We keep saying Infinity War in the game. You guys are you guys are you guys are absolutely including Age of Ultron and the must see Avengers movies, right? There's not, four Avengers movies, guys. There are four Avengers movies, and if I am I mean, I'm if I'm rewatching, I, I'm a completionist. I'm gonna watch them all and I'm gonna co- try mm-hmm. and convince someone to watch them all with me. But Same. if I'm truly just picking and choosing I will probably skip that movie. Oh, okay. Well, and what, just replacing with Thor Ragnarok? That seems to be high on your list. (laughs) Thor Ragnarok is a must-watch for me, absolutely. Guys, let's pause for a second, because I think we're getting into a pretty cool discussion here. Um, Not to be expected. I I thought we were just going to completely poop the bed on this one. Uh, Today's episode is a bonus episode. You guys may be wondering, wow, this intro is long. Um, when, when are they going to start talking about their comics or when does the game start? Cause I want to hear how Brady can spin it to make it. So the bow doesn't win every week. Um, mm-hmm. this particular bonus episode, um, it was, is it's planned slash unplanned. It's just open discussion. I wanted to know, um, from my boys, um, I, I checked the email. No listeners did write in for this, <laughs> but, um, it's Based off of what we've currently what happening, we oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like whatever. Um, <laughs> so, do I just a recap of where we currently are in the MCU? All content, everything that's canon now, um, all the way up to date. The most recent thing being the Marvels movie. Um. <laughs> So maybe slight spoilers will ensue. I don't. I don't think that everybody in this has even seen it, so we probably won't harp too much on that. Um, but I kind of wanted to get the take on if we had the reins of the MCU, or if we were going to make some predictions of what we think they're going to do. What happens next? Um, we're going into the next phase. We know that there's one movie planned for all of 2024. A couple shows that are planned to come out. Um, however, we can see titles like Secret Invasion make an assumption of what they're going to be and be completely wrong and utterly disappointed. Um, so this is going to be a mix of what we think Marvel and Disney are going to do with it, as well as like what we would do with it for like the best outcome. Where does the storyline go from here? A lot of different multiverses, a lot of different timelines. Um, things are... 
things are <laughs> they could go anywhere. Um, so there's there's a lot of liberties that could be taken here. But I kind of want to get some hot takes and see like if we were to continue on, if we have the driver's seat at some point, what happens next? Um, any immediate thoughts, guys? Has anybody got some some open discussion they kind of want to hop into? I uh, I definitely have a, a a plan. I think I've talked about it in in some past episodes. So I think the way that they are uh, like kind of making everything, I think they are planning for a new Avengers team as a whole, and I think that they're kind of setting that up for that. And I know we've talked about what that might be, but I still think they're doing some kind of kid Avengers, and maybe it's multiple Avengers groups, but. I still think it's Shuri, Ironheart, Miles Morales maybe in in a live action somewhere. Then you can put in, you know, you got you got Spidey Man, you got all these younger young Avengers. So that's why that's why I think. So a young Avengers team, if you will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Well, Brady, what would we call uh, them? Would we Brady. call them like the Young Avengers? I think we call them <laughs> the Young Avengers. Brady, Brady, Brady. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick question, because I'm sure mm-hmm. somebody listening has. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Marvels? No, I have not. Do you plan to see the Marvels? I do. Okay, cool, cool. cool. And true Brady, like post COVID and uh, and lazy and don't want to talk to people fashion. Um, I wait for them to come out on Disney Plus. Sick, dude. Okay, so I'm just gonna say this. Um, oh no, because it does not ruin the plot of the Marvels whatsoever. <clears throat> there is a post credit scene with Kamala Khan in a hat in a dark corner, basically pretending to be Nick Fury. And she walks into the room of Kate Bishop Hawkeye and says, I'm building a team and I would like for you to be on it. And then she says, please. And it's very cute. Um, But she is 100% building the young Avengers. And the three confirmed members of that so far include. Can you guys guess the third? America Chavez. Good guess. Um, that's implied, but it is not confirmed. Mm, but there is a confirmed third. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. Is it Shuri? It is not. Uh, I believe I had a similar thought. I believe Shuri will most likely be filling Black Panther on the main Avengers team. Could be. So if it's not Shuri, that's probably not Ironheart. Then she's so not only that young anymore. If uh, Kate Bishop is in there, is it? Is it Alana? Yolana? I, no, exactly. uh, we do know that Yolanda Belova is going to be in the new Thunderbolts team, or at least in the Thunderbolts movie. We don't need to know the teams per se that are in that, but um, it is not. Think, think younger. There's no way it's Spidey. It is not Spidey. Nobody even Thank knows who goodness. he is, dude. Thank goodness. Oh, it's not Spidey. Younger. Should we think younger than Spidey? Yes, I would say yes. Is it real? Oh, is it stature? It is stature. It's Cassie Uh, Lane. I was gonna say, should we think real or have (laughs) Wanda's kids come back somehow? So uh, yeah, both both uh, of Wanda kids are also thought to be future ones. So those are good guesses. There any more that you guys think would be on that team or be a good fit? I think America Chavez is a great, most likely going to happen fit. Especially because we know that like there's a huge multiversal jumping timeline jumping thing. 
stat uh, Stature's going to the quantum realm. Um, I'm not going to reveal anything that happens for the Marvels, but Miss Marvel has a play in that as well, too. Um, Hawkeye's the, the grounded street-level character. It's funny, too, because she's like, I'm building a team of, of, of young Avengers. And she's like, you know, I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it's it is it's pretty funny. Uh that looks to be a pretty cool team. Um very young female driven at the moment. Um but I mean such is young Marvels and the champions teams in, in the comics really. So um any other people that you think should really truly be on there that we've seen I don't or know, know about what identity this person would take on. Um maybe maybe they're the new Iron Man. I know that we have Iron Heart coming, but I would love to see Morgan, Robert Downey Jr.'s, you know, Tony Ooh. Stark's daughter. That would be cool. Well, I love um, you three. Yet another um, Iron Man person. Um, and this will get confusing if you haven't read the comics about it or haven't done a quick Google search. Um, do you guys know who Iron Lad is? Mm-hmm. I do, is actually. That King? Surprisingly. Yeah, Iron, Iron Lad being Nathaniel Richards being Kang. Um, we, we know that there's a big Iron Man tie into that as well, too, but basically he comes back to prevent himself um, once he learns that he's evil. So uh, basically like a kid Iron Man, um, part of like the original Young Avengers, which is, which is very cool. Um, Patriot is another big one. Uh, we kind of saw him with the Isaiah Bradley in um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He was like the grandson or the son. I can't remember. Um, but basically ends up being like the Captain America-esque of this team. Um, another big one on that is Hulkling, uh, who we have not seen, but we have seen Scar uh, being being Bruce Banner's son. Um, other, other kids that we have seen and confirmed is Iron, um, not Iron, Young Loki. So I, I don't know if we'll ever see him again, just kind of how things wrapped up, or if we're going to start seeing these other universes and timelines come into play. Um, but he obviously would be a cool character that I think fans kind of enjoyed watching I, on the screen. I, I think I would uh, I would get behind a young, a young Loki return, but I think that Patriot's a good shout. I think that there's some some some... Some some good ones, but there has to be a Spider Man in that, right? There just has to be. And I well, don't think they use Tom Holland, but that's where I said, you know, maybe if they like make Miles Morales outside of the animated shows, I mean, that could be a good way to get a Spider Man in there. So yeah, that that's another guess that people are are. This is how we kind of get um, Miles Morales because um, he really kind of comes into our Marvel universe through Secret Wars too. Um, so it could be a, a pretty cool. I don't know other than Miles of any other like alternative universe kids that are like huge in this or big in the in the Young Avengers. Um, Gwenpool. Yeah, the the other the other big one would be: Do we get some kind of like persona personified version of Wanda's kids who end up being Wiccan and what's the other one's name? The other one that's not as popular that isn't dating the fast correctly. one. Um... Yeah, the fast one. Is his name? Is it Speed? I, I can't remember what. I cannot remember. But yeah, both obviously were on the Young Avengers. America Chavez, and then uh, Kate Bishop, and Hulkling, and that's that's pretty much like the, and then Patriot is like the like the 
It is speed, by the way. It is speed. Okay, cool. Well, it's easy to remember now. Well, I'll forget it next time. But so yeah, the Young Avengers, one hundred percent happening. Three people on the team already. Kamala seems to be heading that team, which is pretty cool for her. She's the she's the leader of the champions too. Um, which is where like the other person from the the champions that isn't included in this and we haven't seen is like the young female vision like his like kid i don't know that whole timeline but um that's just the only other kid person that i can think about <gasps> i remembered one more oh um so the champions team is hulkling i'm sorry not hulkling scar oh my gosh i'm wrong again so many little green guys um smart hulk which is amadeus cho amadeus cho um very very cool i doubt we get him um miss marvel there's like a young scott summers on the team but he's not one of like the 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 main people but if we get some x-men tie-ins maybe um miles morales and then the little vision lady i don't know what her name is um but then the other big one and i believe there's still a movie confirmed for this guy which could tie him in is nova Oh, specifically baby. yeah sam alexander nova give that me would, some nova please like Tell that would be cool. nova. what was that joey i said count me in as who cares for nova i just i'm not a big nova core fan well the nova core got obliterated um <laughs> And kind of how Richard Ryder came to be was after the fall of the Nova Corps. Like the helmet sought him out to like to to breathe that back to life. And then later down the line comes Sam Alexander. Um, you, so you're not you're not a Nova fan? Big Nova fan. I'm a big Nova fan. I love Nova. So we can nerd out about that, though. I do, I, that's a cool way to get some cosmic tie-ins, I think. Nova ends up being like a big piece of like the Guardians, and we know we have that huge new Guardians team, too. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's Young Avengers. That's kind of the direction I see that going in. But I agree with you, Brady. Uh, to go back to your original point, I think that there will be several teams forming, um, and, and the Young Avengers 100% being part of that. And I'm assuming that'll be kind of like another big tie-in we see in either... Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars, I, there might be some name changes down the line, um, but in whatever the next big tie-in movie or movies are, um, I see those those teams kind of come into light. Well, since, since, since my Young Avengers actually is a thing, let me toss hey, you up win. You're one for one right well, now. Let me toss up another one to you, Bo and Joey, and you tell me a t- a Marvel Disney Plus series around the Pet Avengers. Full, uh, Give me more Cosmo. Over. I would be fully on board for a Cosmo, Lucky the Pizza Dog. Um, who who else have we gotten pet wise? In- Rocket. Rock- hey, Rocket is <laughs> no. not going to agree to be on the Pet Avengers. <laughs> oh, he'd be so mad. Some Lockjaw in there. Some Alligator Loki. Ooh, Alligator <laughs> Loki. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm in. Um, but I, um, what's the What's his name? It's like Blurg or something. Who's Adam Warlock's new little fuzzy pet thing? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't remember either. But hey, we could get Goose in there too. Ooh, the the uh, Flurkin. We could give we could get Goose. 
Everyone knows. You guys need to watch the Marvels. There's a lot of stuff that you guys need to know for this conversation. I will watch the Marvels at some point in the near future, but I have just not made it a priority to get to the theaters. Well, this this is another big thing, too. Has nothing to do with the plot. We know that the plot is kind of these alternate universes opening, these rifts occurring. Have you guys seen the other confirmed character that happens in the Marvels? No, please don't spoil no. it. I want to spoil it. <laughs> okay, I won't even tell you. Because we know what's happening with Deadpool anyway, We there are confirmed characters, or at least one character, from the Fox X-Men. Which brings me back to my original why I wanted to go back and rewatch some of that. And it is not Wolverine. However, did yes. I or did I not just say, please don't spoil anything? <laughs> That's not a spoil. We know okay. that Wolverine it is, is coming to the MCU. It is absolutely a spoiler to tell me that there is character, a surprise character appearance in the Marvels movie. No, it's, a, it's a post-credit. It doesn't even count. It still counts. Okay. But it, it very much ties into where things are going. Okay, my college roommate who says, I'm not going to spoil it. All I'm going to say is... Insert spoiler here. Uh, that guy sounds like he had the best intentions. <laughs> not it when sounds I like that was probably, probably relevant to the conversation to drive the matter home. <laughs> How do you care about the Young Avengers spoiler? The Young Avengers has been a thing. I, I, to be perfectly honest, I did care. You did not give me a chance to stop you from spoiling. Well, that was my mistake this time. I gave you somewhat of a chance. I should have drove. I should have just drove the point home. I will say. I will say. I'm going to be completely honest here. I have not seen the Marvels. <laughs> I just follow so much stuff on social media that I have seen both post-credit scenes already. You <laughs> give me anxiety, Bo. I cannot believe that you've seen post-credit scenes without having seen the movie, and you're just cool with this. Well, a lot of the feedback that I have got is that most people, and maybe these people suck. Who knows? I don't know them as people. Um, they absolutely hated the movie, rated it worse than Quantumania, said it's the oh. worst thing in the MCU, and that they wish that they could have just gone in and watched the two post credit scenes because that's all that they needed from this and nothing else happened. Even that amount of information is more than I want. I want to go into these movies fresh able to form my own opinion i don't give two shits what you thought of the movie if you've True. already seen it just let me watch the movie i will say i have I enjoyed off of social media and the internet yeah i have i have enjoyed a lot of marvel that a lot of people have rated poorly like i liked love and thunder i like love and thunder too love and i think that that is absolutely the movie in the mcu that i've laughed the most throughout because I... Didn't laughing. hate the Eternals. Oh, well. That, you may be alone in that one. <laughs> the Eternals, um, I thought the new Ant-Man was, was great. Good. New Ant-Man was terrible. Yeah, it was okay. The problem with me in this conversation is um, anything that has the Marvel brand on it, I will never think is terrible. I have seen the movie Funny Games. That movie is terrible. I've never heard oh of the gosh, movie. Funny games. games is one of the worst movies of all time. It, it's actually not that bad of a movie. It's that one, it's, it's, one it's, scene it's, in the movie. 
that yeah. ruins it. It's not. It's not bad. It's just. It's okay. We could we could talk about funny games for a whole a whole thing. But the thing the big thing is like if it has Marvel on it, I think it's probably good. It may not be great, and it may not be up to Marvel expectations, but it's probably not bad. And I think that's the problem that people think they they they're holding it to this high expectation. I do agree that I think the MCU is a huge problem right now, and that problem is not the content that they are putting out. That problem is the fans that they are trying to please because (laughs) the MCU has become this huge thing. Um, And I think no matter what comes out, there are two main opinions following it. And they're very contradictory. Um, There is the, how does this connect? You know, what was the point of all of this? Why did I spend two hours watching this movie when it doesn't connect to this overall story that we have going on? You know, Shang-Chi didn't show up in in the Eternals and those movies didn't even connect. That's argument one. Um, Argument two is the exact opposite of there's so much stuff. I don't I shouldn't have to watch 10 movies in a TV show to understand what's going on. So it seems like the fans want things to connect while also not wanting them to connect. Uh, which is what I thought we were living in a world of Marvel movies being Marvel comics at this point, like beyond Endgame, I thought we were at the point where there's this huge universe going on and all of these stories are taking place within them, but they're like, you know, their own stories and it's yeah. like comics. You can pick one up and watch it. You don't have to have watched everything. Um, there might be a crossover at some point where you, you know, having that character knowledge and depth, helps you understand some things, but it's not needed. And I feel like people aren't willing to accept that. No, I think we're, we, I included myself in those people. Uh, the, the people that did that were trying to hold on to just as much comic accuracy as possible. Um, especially if through those first kind of stretches and films and crossovers and stuff from appearances to, um, plot lines and and um and time order of events and things like that but the mcu is so much just its own thing now they're like i think that they're just picking and choosing names and titles of comics and characters um but that's there's there's a very loose adaptation at this point to the point where like um what if has a new character in it and again what if is based off the original what if comics in a sense but again still very much its own thing where everything in there is very new um, Marvel Zombies did happen. Uh, Marvel 1602 did happen. They're taking inspiration from those original what ifs. But uh, they're, I think there's, there's a character that's going to be in that that is like the first ever, like just originally created character. Where like it's a superhero that doesn't even exist in the comics and it was made just for the show. So we're going to start getting some cool stuff like that too. I, I can take it very much for what it is. I like that I don't have to have seen all the, like read all the original comics to like get what's going on in the MCU. And I can't like exactly predict what's going to happen because like that would be boring. See, I don't think the people in charge can predict what happened, what's going to happen. I don't think Marvel or well, they Disney have no clue. actually know. I, they're just. They're doing what my old boss used to say in terms of our marketing strategy. Uh, it's the spray and pray method. Just put a bunch of shit out there and hope that something lands with someone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have already pushed out some names, and we know this. So here's things that we can expect in the future. 
um, a couple of these we've we've already gotten. Um, we we got Guardians of the Galaxy three, which is one of the newest re- releases. Um, Loki season two, we just finished. Absolutely loved it. Secret Invasion, we can cross over this list as well too. Uh, as far as like shows coming up, um, we know that Echo is confirmed. Um, next year, twenty twenty four is going to be mostly. I think that what we got, what we're going to get is shows. We're getting What If at the end of this year, but I don't think that'll have any like live action. Um, consequences necessarily. I think that is kind of its own thing. There's going to be a lot of Marvel animated that comes up. We're going to get um, X Men '97 that comes out. Um, P- uh, Spider Man Freshman Year is a new animated one that's going to be coming out too. So hopefully Marvel does better with its animation. I know that DC's always kind of reigned heavy in that in that sense. Um, but as far as like movies and stuff that we're going to get, we know well, that before yeah. before you dive into the movies. Um, because this does feed very well into something that I've kind of kind of thought up over the last few days. Um, do you mind if I give you guys, because part of what I, if, for the listeners at home, I may or may not have given my two weeks notice at work this week. And so we're I proud have, of you, Jeff. I have done absolutely nothing during the hours of nine to five, except pretend that I am working. Um, and Bo, Bo mentioned that, this idea for the podcast today and so what i did was took a look at the upcoming movies and came up with my own plot for all of these upcoming movies well that's a much better way to to reveal those names joey i'm listening the world is listening (laughs) okay so here we go into joey's we're calling this phase six um of the mcu i think joseph feige yes joseph feige and um I believe a couple of these are technically in phase five still. However, for purposes of the MCU moving forward, we're just ending phase five right now. Marvel's was the last one. I don't know how it ended. Uh, yeah, you do. We'll keep that one out of this. <laughs> we are beginning phase six right now. And slated to come out next is Deadpool 3. And Brady, you're going to kill me, but I'm delaying that. All right. Ooh. I have. I have put Deadpool 3 on the back burner for the time being. You will understand why. Uh, because the next few movies that are, are coming out, there are four individual origin-style movies that are leading up to a big, what I would assume is a big crossover movie. Um, those movies are Captain America, the uh, Sam Wilson version, um, we have the Fantastic Four, we have the Thunderbolts, and we have Blade. Those are the four movies slated to come out after Deadpool, before Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Um, and so, what I have done here is I have just written all of Phase 6. These four movies, these big crossovers, because um, I, I think the MCU has gotten, like we were talking about, it's too big. There's too much going on. Too many people don't don't want to watch everything, um, so I'm I'm solving this problem for Marvel and for Disney. So what we're gonna do is these four movies are gonna bring it back to basics. All right, these are gonna be the Phase One style movies: the Captain America, the Thor, the Iron Man. These are very. There's gonna be very grounded and very focused on their characters. Rather, we're than just gonna trying... get one a year for the next four years, like oh. OG style too. Are these you all know, 2020, 2024? Let's say we get two of these in 2024, two of these in 2025. Ooh, the like big crossovers pace. coming in 2026. 
that's dude i, I would that already got me excited and this doesn't exist <laughs> so yes yeah, so they're they're very focused we're not gonna shovel in every single marvel character that under the sun that we haven't brought in yet or things that we've we have brought in and you're wondering where they are too bad these are very focused on the characters of which the the title implies so captain america you know, I, I've written plots to these movies, or at least uh, come up with a g- general uh, plot line and, and you know, villain set. Um, the exact plot doesn't really matter. The more important thing is that they are focused on these characters. So Captain America, A, has to get the world behind Sam Wilson as Captain America. I don't think Falcon and the Winter Soldier did a good job. We need to fully be behind Sam Wilson as Captain America in this. And I was trying to figure out what's a good villain, what's a good Captain America villain they haven't used yet. They've pretty much used all the good Captain America villains because Captain America doesn't have that many great villains. So I'm making this a team up with the Serpent Society. Sam Wilson is taken on the Serpent Society. That's that's cool. That's that because that's another one too. Where like I know what it is, but most people wouldn't. Um, but it's a cool, it's a cool deep cut. It's a cool pull from the Captain America Rogue Gallery, and uh, I, I, that's a cool villain. I would like that. And you got tons of them that you can choose from. You know, Sidewinder, Anaconda, Viper, Asp, Black Mamba. Um, you know, we could even bring in Diamondback and the, you know the people from the old Luke Cage show. And um, honestly, just the visual, just the visual, and I'm, I'm picturing this too. Of like a snake versus like a falcon. Oh, that looks so cool. Like the old school, like don't tread on us, like in the grips of the falcon. Like there's some there's some imagery there that you could really play on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Bo, I love it. I'm, yeah, I'm adding on. adding to it. Brady, what what would you add to this Captain America movie? Oh, I don't know what I would add to it. I'm sitting here. You so I was unprepared as as requested. So I was sitting here thinking about what I was going to, uh, how I was going to beef up my unpreparedness of, of my, my thing. So I, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I would add is what I would say to that. But in terms of style of this movie, it's similar to Iron Man. We're kicking off phase six here. It's going to be very grounded in reality. It's not going to be super fantastical and sci-fi. It's not going to be crazy. It's going to be pretty realistic because Sam Wilson just a just a dude. Let's be honest. He doesn't have any superpowers, <laughs> uh, but it will be followed up by the Fantastic Four, which is going to be super fantastical and zany and fun. All right, Fantastic Four, as serious and grounded as Captain America is, the Fantastic Four is going to be the opposite. It's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy style fun and humor, because let's face it, the Fantastic Four franchise needs needs something going for it the last few movies have been serious and not enjoyable so we're switching gears we're making the fantastic four fun Uh, are you utilizing the ultimately confirmed new casting i did not take casting decisions into this um we may need to recast to make the characters a little bit more you know, on the lighter side. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I enjoy a comedic Pedro Pascal. 
Had, did you guys watch? Oh, I can't remember the movie. I you will all you will love it because I loved it in the weirdest way. The movie with Pedro Pascal and Nicolas Cage, where Nick Cage plays himself. I have not seen that. I have it also is, not seen that. It is hilarious in a role that I have never seen Pedro in before, and he crushed it. Like the <laughs> dude is funny. That's um, yeah, let me do a quick that. little Google I'm search. I'm a huge Nick Cage fan, so I will definitely put that on the watch list. The name of the movie is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and you can watch that on Amazon Prime. Highly recommend it. Um, Joey, back to you. But no, like for real though, like it's funny. So I think if it was a comedic take, like it, he plays very well in that in that kind of sense. I love it. Then then yeah, we'll use the existing cast. But this movie is going to start not on Earth. Whether it's space, a negative zone, something like that, we're going to get some sort of weird universe that they're in to start this. They are going to come back to Earth because the main villain of this movie, going back to our original 1960s readings, we're getting the freaking Mole Man into this movie. I knew it. (laughs) All right. This is going to be the most hilarious Fantastic Four movie ever. The Mole Man is the main villain, and they're going to be like underground. You know, there is like Earth is not even going to know anything about this movie because it's all happening kind of outside of normal grounded Earth. It's all, you know, cosmic or underground type stuff because it's going to be the opposite of that Captain America movie. These are vastly different styles of movies. Um, so we get Mole Man and the Moloids trying to take over the Earth and the Fantastic Four saving everyone. Surface dwellers don't even realize what's happening. It is immediately followed up by the Thunderbolts, which is going to be somewhat new of a thing for Marvel um, in that this is a villain team. This is like a team of, of villains, of anti-heroes. This is not a superhero movie. It is more closely aligned, I think, with like the Suicide Squad movie, where it's going to be a little darker in tone, a little, you know, grittier, a little um, less fun than than the Fantastic Four movie, but it's going to get everyone behind this team of villains. Um, and the the villain of this movie, question mark? Is, is all going, of them? Is all of them. They're <laughs> ju- I mean, they, it's going to be them. It, it, like, they're fighting amongst themselves. It is a, them trying to be a team, but not being able to be a team. Maybe we get the Red Hulk in there somehow. Okay, so you're you're pushing him from Captain America into the Thunderbolts, or maybe we get a General Ross teaser in Captain America, and then he appears Ooh. in the Thunderbolts. I'm gonna be honest. If we're talking casting, Harrison Ford's gone. Oh, I don't need him in my Thunderbolts movie. Well, you got a huge budget for this movie now because you just scraped all the money that they did yes, out for that. You're one. welcome, Disney. I just <laughs> saved you so much money. Uh, so that's the Thunderbolts. And then again, vastly different movie with movie number four, which is Blade. It will be a straight up R rated horror movie in the MCU. You're all hitting that, all the genres. All the genres. This is a new phase, new, new MCU. Um, the horror movie, the horror elements. We're going to have Dracula in there. Maybe we bring Werewolf by Night and Ted into that movie. Um, I know Brady would would you know freak out if Ted showed up on on the big screen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Moon Knight. Maybe we can throw Mark Spector in there. I don't know. I don't want to convolute it, make it too too big. Um, 
but but Blade is that last movie before what I am I'm gonna call an indirect trilogy. Um it's indirect because Deadpool 2 is gonna or Deadpool 3 is gonna be thrown in. Which brings me to the best part of this entire thing. The crossover. Um so we've got Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars on the docket. I am equating Let me those... ask you this before we hop into that. Have we got any in these in these movies that have been released? Any buildup of Kang or mention of him whatsoever throughout those movies? Kind of like a end of the movie to kind of like hint that these are all tying together. Or are they all completely separate with no reference? I'm thinking if there is any reference whatsoever, it is post-credit content only. Perfect. Perfect. That's all that's all we need. Like I, I like I said, I wanted these movies to stand on their own and be able to be watched either, you know, in any order or not at all. You could skip one and probably be fine. The kids are going to have to skip Blade. Sorry, parents. But Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars are serving kind of as my Infinity War in in-game movies. And then I am shoehorning Deadpool 3, which is another one. I'm, I'm shoehorning it in and saying it's an indirect trilogy just because it, it will be R-rated and kids, again, will not be able to watch that one. So we got to be able to connect Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars without necessarily needing Deadpool 3. But for us, Deadpool 3 is absolutely necessary because Kang Dynasty is going to be this build-up movie of big Avengers style, you know, crossover. We are getting everyone in Kang Dynasty. Every single character that has ever existed in the MCU is coming into Kang Dynasty because it's going to be the big, the big one. This is it. Um, I have a feeling I know what's about to happen. We're getting them all in there. They're teaming up. I don't know exactly how the plot is going to end per se. It's going to be in, in shaky waters. We don't really know the the status of all of these characters that we know and love. Some of them could be dead for all we know. Um, it's just going to be a, a very up-in-the-air ending, kind of like Infinity War. Deadpool 3 comes in, and it is Deadpool kills the MCU. Let's go! <laughs> Deadpool is going to team up with the Fox Logan. They are going to completely obliterate everything that we love about the MCU. No one is safe. All right. No one is safe. You know, can I throw something? Please. Uh, And I don't know if it would be too much or if it's overkill, but there's three things we've kind of needed to pull together, which is the, the, the Fox element of Marvel, your, your X-Men, your fantastic four and stuff like that. Your Disney Marvel, and then your old school. This has already kind of been integrated, but your Netflix Marvel. And there's been three people with three comics that have killed the MCU, and there's it's Deadpool versus the MCU. There's Wolverine that has killed the entire Marvel universe, and then prior to Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, it was the Punisher kills the Marvel universe. And if you kind of had some some Frank Castle in there too and had those three team up, which I think is kind of like a TVMA R rated Marvel fanboy dream. That would be pretty cool too. I think that those three together on the screen would be hilarious and gruesome. Take it or leave it, but it would be a cool way to bring in like the Netflix era as well too. And I want to say, I would absolutely love for that to happen. Um, but there's two reasons why it won't that I really need you guys to convince me that they will do it somehow because it, it's, it's my, my, 
uh, skeptic brain is 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 throwing it out. Ryan Reynolds would never agree to be the bad guy that killed all of the favorite superheroes. Oh, he but, uh, absolutely <laughs> would. He's Deadpool. He has to. Oh no! If you but would. don't worry, Brady, because this <laughs> this this is all leading somewhere. Oh, all right. okay, 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 okay. Because Deadpool takes out the MCU, right? All right, so that leads us into Secret Wars, which is dealing with the fallout from both Kang Dynasty and, and Deadpool three. Um, mm-hmm. In that there is now this big multiversal problem with incursions happening, which um, you know the spoilers for the Secret Wars crossover event that we will be reading and a couple of months. I don't remember how far out we are from that, but um, the whole storyline of Secret Wars, and Bo, certainly correct me if I'm wrong, because I've actually not read Secret Wars, but I know the plot and how it how it ends. Um, that is dealing with incursions and basically the fallout of, you know, what we read with um, Infinity recently, where there's, you know, um, incursions happening. People are not necessarily happy with with the Earthlings because of the Age of Ultron stuff, where they went back in time. They're fracturing the the space time continuum. Um, there's you know this, this danger to the MCU universe in in that it's about to be incurred and wiped out completely. And um, specifically, there's there's two universes. There's the six one six, which is our main Marvel, and then there's they've always referenced it as sixteen ten. Which the is the ultimate Marvel universe, which people didn't know why it was created, didn't know what to do with it. It was its own thing. And this is, was the way of kind of like, okay, we need a restart, but we have these two entities. What we, what do we do? And the incursion destroys both worlds in a sense. Um, it's a way of merging them. It's a, it's a, it's a restart. Um, yes. But who emerges from this? It gets to be kind of picked and chooses. So yeah, excited to read that, but excited to see how it plays out in your, in your movie too. And as exactly as Bo said, it's it serves as a restart because you can pick and choose who is saved from these universes. And and in the comics, you know, that's how we get Miles Morales into Earth 616. He's pulled from the ultimate universe and kind of saved. He's one of very few people that survives the incursion of that universe, RIP, ultimate universe. Um, but we're doing that with the MCU as well. It's going to be basically, uh, you know, the end of, of Secret Wars is dealing with the end of this multiversal collapse. And somehow, some way, very specific people are going to be saved. However, they are not going to be brought to one clean MCU universe. They'll be plucked and saved and pulled into different timelines, different universes. So that what we have at the end of Secret Wars is a restart and what I think would be really badass for the Marvel to do is to be like, you know what? We started this whole shared universe thing back with Iron Man. We brought, we were the first people to do this, like multiple movies connecting. They're all existing in the same thing. Um, we started it. We're really the only ones that have successfully pulled it off. And we are now at the point where we understand it's too hard, too big to continue. So we're going to be the first to say, you know, pardon my French, but fuck it. We're done with the shared universe, and we're going back to the original style of superhero movies. We have all the rights to everything we could possibly need, barring Spider-Man, Sony, please sell Spider-Man back to Disney. Um, But this gives them creative freedom to do anything they would like. After Secret Wars, they do not need to worry about every single thing connecting. They can use actors that they have already used for roles because we have now established there are multiple universes in which 
this same actor could be playing the same character. Or if, you know, you can't get uh, Mark Ruffalo to come back, you have creative freedom to just recast Bruce Banner and use a different version of Bruce Banner as the Hulk. And I think that's how we get into the X-Men, Fantastic Four, all of these new characters and big stories. Because I cannot fathom inside of my brain a way to bring the X-Men into the existing MCU in a way that makes any sort of sense. So I think they need that creative freedom to say, maybe these are all connected, maybe they're part of the same universe. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because we're just making superhero movies individually with the idea of making them a good movie. Not with this overall idea of how do we fit this all together in a nice, clean, neat way that's going to please everyone. So hey. this is, this is my, my build-up to the MCU destroying themselves. The MCU kills the MCU. Yes. Marvel, Marvel kills the MCU. <laughs> but it, I think it just gives them the creative freedom that they have been lacking since the Infinity War. In yeah, they've been very era. limited. And, and the, the rate at which they've been able to bring characters in, like Daredevil, like the X-Men coming up, it's all out of order. It's all out of whack comparatively to Marvel Comics. So my question for you is, is this an attempt to restart, pick and choose, everything makes sense, scratch it, everything's fresh. Is that a way to go back and make things more comic accurate or just a way to reboot it? Because you can't do another Iron Man 1. You can't do another Captain America solo movie this soon. Like, we're, we're still within, like, the same decade of thing, right? We're not that old. Wait, are we? No, we're past that decade. No, oh, it's been gross. 15 years since Iron Man. So, oh, like, do, does it hold true to anything that happened prior? Do you go more comic-based from this? Um, do you go in timeline order where, like, you get your original teams, like, Spider-Man, the OG X-Men, the original, like, we get some, like, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, Ant-Man and Wasp with the original Avengers, or, or did we not make it that far? Because I, I do like, first of all, let me, let me stop there. Um, I, I would love if that's what they do, because the rate of what the MCU is right now is, is too many characters, too much content, too much intertwining plot lines. Like, there's so much stuff now where, like, People are like, where have the Eternals been during all of this? Why did you create that and then let it die? Or um, where, where have the Avengers been during this particular like street-level event? And there's just too much going on where like, it's just not, it, it, it's not intertwined anymore. It seems like it's just like they're, they're losing their handle on the universe that they're creating. So I think the beauty of this is that it doesn't matter what they do. They don't have there. I mean, no, you're not going to make a new Iron Man. You're not going to make a new Captain America. You obviously have the ability to use those characters, even if they're not the same version of the character that we're used to. But th this just gives them the ability to literally do anything. They can you know, just get what I would like to see is them get good writers and have them write stories and then pick a story that is good rather than the normal approach of let's plan out 10 movies in advance and then pivot in a year when the first movie bombs. Yeah. I think the biggest plot twist for all of this has been the obtaining of rights to characters like 
X-Men, stuff from Fox, hopefully stuff from Sony, stuff that Netflix had, all of the Hulu titles. Like, Marvel was so spread out, and now it's all coming together. This is really the only way to do that. And it, you need somebody fourth-wall-breaking like Deadpool or, or She-Hulk to kind of, like, poke fun at that in a sense where, like, it, you're right, it doesn't have to make sense. It's just gone now. Um, so, and especially with titles like I mean, the fact that they've already listed, like, Kang, that makes sense because everything's multiversal, everything's timelines, you bring everything together. Secret Wars, in the comics, that's literally what Jonathan Hickman did, is he took everything, had these two entities that were completely separate, needed a way to destroy them and restart, and that's exactly what he does. Um, yeah, I, I can't see of any. I, I don't know. Yeah, I and I love the way that you got there too. You took these pre-existing titles of of Blade and things like that, made a different genre out of each one, pulled in some mm-hmm. different interests and stuff. Well, well done, Joseph. I, I think that that's a that's a pretty cool way to get there. Um, my concern is, are we at a point right now where like, how do we even get hyped for those new movies? Or are people like? Ugh, Marvels was trash. Ant Man was trash. I'm definitely skipping Captain America. I'll watch Blade and I'll watch Deadpool, but like, there's there's no way that I'm gonna sit here and and watch um, yada yada yada. Or does it not matter? Because in the end, it all dies anyway. It's a fair question. Um, I don't know. I I tend to disagree with most Marvel watchers in that you know. I just love the content and I'm going to watch whatever they put out. It doesn't, they, they don't need to draw me to the theaters. They don't need to get me hyped. I'm going to watch all of it. I'm a junkie. Just, just inject it directly into my veins. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it's a, a good segue into uh, uh, my way less and definitely not going to uh, take on as much time as Joey's did because his was much better and much more thought out uh, example. But my thought was the same thing, Bo, whereas everyone's kind of down on it. How can we hype it up? And what hypes what hypes your uh, you up with comic reading, Bo? What have you said from the start is a is a hype hype thing for you? Hype thing? Yeah, well, uh, what's a hype thing for you? I love Ooh. a good team up. Yeah, you love a team, up? love team up. Well, what if the remaining movies for this string were all team ups? What if they did the Avengers? In many different ways. And what I mean by that is, let's do a little bit of the Young Avengers. We've already talked about it. You know it's coming. And let's do that Animal Avengers that was discussed. Uh, had those ahead of time. Let's go through event, the Avengers King Dynasty. Let's bring in that multiversal stuff. And then let's break it out even more. Let's do a female Avengers. Let's do these... These these Avengers teams that you can put together and just people go, oh, awesome, awesome. And let's take it to the verge of exhaustion. <laughs> let's, let's take everybody. We'll run let's, into the over, <laughs> let's overdo it, right? All leading up to, and this is the big bad of the of the series, the Avengers world versus Galactus. Okay? Galactus, the whole fight, the whole battle is all of these team-ups coming together. In this in this battle with Galactus, but in the end, the world is destroyed, and all you hear, at, as the end credit goes, is, "Hey, thanks for tuning into my YouTube channel. My name is Peter Parker, and I'm a normal high school kid. And it is the start of the new, as you guys talked about, the new 
way of making more of superheroes and they start it with spider-man this time and that is my thing and that is what i think will happen so the whole thing was just the youtube content from pete no the whole thing was uh the entire world getting destroyed by galactus uh-huh and then how and does then it come new it's a new multiverse new new thing we, new we just hop area. over to a different wait it's just exactly they just cut it off and go hey here's your excitement boom Here's so here is 2025 moving forward. The whole thing just died. It's just gone. It's just and gone. then we we just moved to something different. So is Peter mm-hmm. Parker? Is this the end of your movie or is this the post credit scene? Uh, let's do a post credit scene on that. Let's do post credit. Okay, so movie ends like world 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 ends movie mm-hmm. roll credits. Mm-hmm. Everyone dead. Credits, kind of yeah. like Infinity War, mm-hmm. except then, that's the, that's the end. <laughs> yeah, then, <laughs> then, boom! Peter Parker started off. And it was Galactus that ate the world. Yeah, he just destroyed it because he's Galactus. Like, he just but like Galactus, like he eats planets. He ate everything. Well, well he, I mean, he ate Earth, and technically, he eats I mean, worlds, man. Yeah. he eats bro, Earth, and then bro, Guardians Marvel's of the Galaxy. So much more than Earth, right? Now. Well, okay, so listen here, Guardians of the Galaxy, and all that—they're just like, oh, I guess we'll just flow around the the cosmos and figure out what our next thing is. Maybe they can bring back to that, but no, it's just literally like that's like ninety percent of the of the Marvel superheroes gone. Or and the I, other I ones could, are just doing their thing. I could solve that problem. Uh, first five minutes of the movie, Galactus wipes out the Guardians of the Galaxy. We get a quick flash to Earth saying, guys. All of these known planets that we were aware of that had life are now wiped out, and there's this thing. Because he already ate them. Everyone else is already gone. And then you you cut, and he's sucking in the internals and killing them, you know. Oh, yeah, that's why we haven't heard from them. They already did. They did. They did. When they went off to fight the Celestials, Galactus was like, mmm, snack. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It just threw them down. I I like this idea. I I love in, in Marvel absolutely never have the balls to end a movie on that dark of a note with everything being wiped out at least in my version you know they they pluck some people out and and save some people um which i did have a question for the two of you if Mm -hmm. if either my version of of these movies or brady's version were to come to pass and they were to pluck three existing mcu characters out to continue the storylines and keep as is. What three characters are you picking? So I need a clarification on the question. Are you asking us to pick based off of content or are you asking us to pick based off what we think Marvel will do? I want to know what you would do if you were Marvel and in charge. Which three characters would you choose to kind of continue on with? So I'm going to take the strategic approach then so that Bo can use his fun liberties to say you're stupid. I'm going to do the fun approach. The strategic approach for me is you've seen these characters grow up in Marvel. You've seen Robert Downey Jr. come come up. You've seen, you know, all these these actors who started with a, well, a, a younger version of themselves and have grown into the role those actors are getting tired they don't want to be just the one casted thing they want new things they want to move on right what you don't have that problem with is younger people and i've been spouting the young avengers the whole time but 
I would start. I would definitely keep Tom Holland and Spider Man. So you definitely keep Spider Man. I'd probably keep. Um, you probably got to keep with the next hyped one. Next hype. The next like excitement. Um, but still, still relatively young. So give me. Um, oh gosh. Uh, let's do Spider Man. Let's do. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to come back. But I, my approach would be keep them young, keep them make make it young actors that have already established themselves, um, that people are excited for. So whether that's America Chavez or whether that's um, uh, Miss Marvel or uh, Hawkeye, uh, maybe a ground level New York team, and then build from there. That's what I would do. Spider Man. I'll do Spider Man, uh, Hawkeye, and uh, America Chavez. Bo, who you who you saving? Um, it's tough. We, we've got a lot of new right. <laughs> we, we've got a, We've got a lot of new right now. Um, we've got we've got a lot of upcoming. Um, I wouldn't necessarily go the young route because again, even that's there was there was rumor that Tom Holland was already quitting Spider Man prior to the last movie. Um, he, as far as Spider-Man's go, you're not supposed to have more than three movies. <laughs> we know that they, they cut you. If you're Andrew Garfield, you get two and scrapped. Um, so I, I, I don't know. It would be cool to kind of refresh it like that. Or like, do they, not everybody's a huge Tom Holland, Spider-Man fan. I like him. I They're wrong. Cool. It's okay. But if you're going to restart everything, I think your are your most grounded there needs to be. Like a new Spider-Man. I think Tom Holland has too much tie into what's going on right now. Um, so I, I would go a different route. If I kept, uh, I'm, I'm 100% keeping somebody who's upcoming, who has had like a brief, like a brief blurb in what's going on right now. Um, you got to keep Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much hype uh, but behind Charlie Cox as, as Daredevil, the huge Netflix following. Yeah, he's not one of the younger ones, but Daredevil's not necessarily a young character. He's an old, like, developed, um, mature, grounded lawyer. <laughs> um, so you've got all that as well, too. Um, I, I personally, I, this wouldn't be like Marvel for what it is right now, but I would go just based off of people that I love. You could literally pull Blade from the upcoming movie, pull Daredevil, and then pull Moon Knight. And you could start with a whole new genre from that and go off of kind of like the, the street level um, Midnight Suns, Marvel Knights. Um, but like that's kind of like the refresh where um, when Marvel restarted with the Marvel Knights banner, which was one of my favorite eras of comics, they did so, and they had the Marvel Knights Avengers in the background. They had Marvel Knights X-Men, but the main heroes of the Marvel Knights era um, for Marvel Comics was Daredevil, Punisher, uh, Moon Knight. You had Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I think that's where Marvel really thrives right now. We got into this huge multiversal thing um, that is overwhelming because of all the huge big-name powers and stuff to come in. You have Captain Marvel. She's too OP. We know Sentry's coming in the Thunderbolts. He's too OP. You've got Hulks that have died down, and then new Hulks, and then She-Hulks, and then there's just there's too much of all that. You gotta. I agree with what you said. You gotta start at the the streets and then come back up. You do so with those people with very street level power. So I think 
existing right now, Mark Spector, Moon Knight, uh, you've got Blade, and then you've got um, Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Those are the three that I would pick. The the hard one, and I couldn't find a way to tie it in, would I love Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, and I think it'd be... But does he continue to play that role in the same way that he has? I don't know. Um, and it doesn't really fit with what I'm doing. The only other approach I would do is take one from each universe and do Team Red. The big famous Team Red is Deadpool, Daredevil, and Spider-Man. And so that way you've got your Sony, you've got your Netflix, and you've got your... Um, who am I missing? Fox, Deadpool, yeah. So you've got all three of those coming in. That'd be a cool way to kind of like refresh with all those liberties too. I would love to see a Deadpool Spidey team up. Deadpool Spidey Daredevil is a huge famous comic like team up. So that again, not a bad way to start, but that's not like early days comics. If you're restarting, that's pretty developed for all three of those characters. One of my favorite screenshots I've ever taken of a comic that I was reading was a Deadpool Spidey team up where Deadpool like explodes loses all of his limbs and he has just a torso and he has to like fly around on on spider-man's back while they're uh finishing their their quest that they're on and then he like peter parker just has, has him rest up and, and heal on his couch for like months while he regrows his limbs uh, just a great read great read yeah and just the the dynamic of those three characters is hilarious too so that that would be my second vote um we have reached our hour and a half mark. Joey, I want to hear what your thoughts are on your own question. Who would who would you keep? Hmm. Uh, I do agree Moon Knight is, is coming. He's he's staying around. Um She-Hulk is a is a good one. I think you know there's a theme to to what I've been saying all day today and that theme is we don't need this huge sprawling story of everything being connected. She-Hulk and Moon Knight were kind of two shows that were on their own stood up, can can absolutely stand on their own. Um, don't need to be connected to the larger thing. So I'm saving those two, and I, just for fun, it, it's a terrible, terrible character choice to to save without any of the contextual, you know, people around him. But but I just want Owen Wilson to, to remain for as long as possible. So Morbius. No, not Morbius, Mobius. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a living vampire. Oh my gosh, Mobius. Yes, my fault. But God, I love Mobius. Owen Wilson as Mobius is probably my favorite Marvel casting decision that they've made in the last 10 years. Interesting choice for pulling those three, man. Especially, again, Mobius, cool. Owen Wilson is a great actor. I love what they're doing with, with Moon Knight. I did not know you were going to be so behind like the current She-Hulk. She-Hulk was one of my favorite MCU shows. Very cool. I'm with that as well. I like I like that pick. Okay, so we know that we're, I think we're pretty much all in agreement that everything is a big cluster right now. Um, the only way to survive this is to kill off everything. Um, we're doing some team developing leading up to that. We're doing some plot development. At the end of the day, there's some form of either Galactus Nom Nom or Big Incursion. Um, both of which I think are a cool way to just we're we're agreeing we we need a restart. We're tired of where we are right now. And uh, I think a lot of the public would echo that. Um, how we get there, we will see. We didn't make a ton of immediate predictions here today, but we have a decent amount of content coming out. All of next year, because 2024, there's one planned movie, even though the Joey already pushed it back even further. 
and it's just Deadpool. Um, we've got a lot of animated that I'm hoping you guys will watch with me. We've got the new X-Men 97, hopefully. Um, a big one we didn't talk about. There is an, um, a TVMA rated um, animated show coming out, which I love. We, we love some Invincible. Um, we love our shows like The Boys and stuff like that. Um, next year, we're slotted to get Marvel Zombies. Ooh, and uh, a very cool Marvel universe in its own. And they already said it's going to be so bloody and gory that it is TVMA and not for kids. So the fact that they're push, Ooh, pushing out that bad. content, in, uh, both Deadpool and Marvel zombies in the same year is going to be very cool. Um, we're getting Echo. and We're getting Daredevil Born Again, um, which is going to be two very awesome street-level shows as well, too. Um, so a lot of cool stuff to, to see. Um, I think that it'll kind of step, like, take a step back from, from where we are right now and um, we'll, we'll build up to, to see what happens here, but uh, yeah, uh, hopefully they just kill it off in the right right way. So, any other closing statements, guys? Mm, none here. I love the uh, I love the talking with y'all. I think it's a I think it's something we might do every now and then. We'll see what the the listeners think. Um, yeah, I think I think we're I think we're good. Uh, go go Marvel, go MCU, uh, blow everything up. Um, we'll we'll take royalties when you do. Yeah, I was gonna say Kevin Feige. Um comics over coffee podcast at gmail.com if you would like to hire us to you know take on the the next several movies we'll write all the scripts we will uh mm-hmm. we'll, we'll map it all out for you we'll we'll i mean we'll keep brady on a leash that's that's for sure we, we don't want to scare him away with that. <laughs> <laughs> on that note gentlemen it's been fun uh i could do this all day um captain america quote but um we're not going to <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. We, this is as good of a stopping point as any, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Until next time, see ya! Thank you for listening to another episode of Comics Over Coffee. Please be sure to join in again next Saturday morning for another exciting episode. If you have questions for the host or would like to be featured on an episode, please write in to comicsovercoffeepodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to my fellow co-hosts, Bo and Brady, and a very special shout-out to our artist, Emily Rich. Will Brady join? At 7? Do we wait till 7.01? Or do we follow the rule? Joski? Yes. Broski? Yes. Yes. Yeah, pretty good, yeah. Doing the wordle. I think I got it. I did get it. I'm the smartest man alive. <laughs> no, you're not.